Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We welcome back in our dear friend Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. Pete, I'm actually curious to get your take on this. We were talking about Travis Kelsey. There was a, a story in the Wall Street Journal from his uh, management team. Someone says, you guys are doing all this talk about Travis Kelsey. Why don't you spend this time on Chris Jones, who has been a joke this year? Is there a player that maybe the perception outside of Kansas City is as different as the perception in Kansas City? Like, I think if we asked right now, are you happy with the way Chris Jones has played this season? I think it would be split amongst the listeners. On your website, if you just did a simple poll, hey, did, did Chris Jones yeah. have a good season? Mm-hmm. I think it would be split. And then, you know, I, I go to a guy like Bill Barnwell, who I think is one of the best NFL writers in he, the country. He's great. Bill Barnwell, who has an all-pro vote. You want to know who his first team all-pro defensive tackle was? Chris Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think the perception from, like, I always hear about watching the film and the All-22. The perception from those people is that Chris Jones has had a really, really good year. I don't know if Chiefs Kingdom feels that way. Is there any player on the team that maybe the national perception of how they played and the local perception is so drastically different? I think Mahomes gets a little bit of that to an extent. I, I really do. I, I think that especially in cities like – Let's say Baltimore and Cincinnati and Buffalo and, you know, the several, you know, couple 10, 20 fans in Los Angeles for the Chargers are uh, more apt to say that Mahomes struggles and does this and does that uh, and that their quarterback is right on par. Whereas I just feel like the rest of the cities, the NFL cities, would take Mahomes any day of the week, right? Like, I, I think that uh, is something that, that comes to mind right away. Uh, Chris Jones, to me, I mean, if you really dig into the analytics of it, he had one less game than everybody else, and he led the team in, in quarterback pressures. And I know that George Karloftis has had a, a, a little bit of a breakout year here, and he, he deserves, a, I think, a lot of that credit, but it will be interesting to see the impact on his numbers when he has to be the guy. Uh, you know, in a, in a scenario where Chris Jones wasn't here next year, I think George would get a lot of that attention and would that be repeatable? And so I, I think that gets built into it a, as well. But I, I think Chris Jones is a, uh, is one guy. Yeah. That, that does get a little bit of a, a different uh, reaction to him locally than he does nationally. So to read you a quick, like blurb of what Bill Barnwell wrote. So he had Chris Jones as his first team, all pro defensive tackle. We had Dexter Lawrence from the giants as his second team and talks about how he sat out, all of that kind of stuff. It then says that Chris Jones ranks fifth in pass block win rate, and he has been double teamed on nearly 73% 
of his interior rushes, which is the highest rate amongst any defensive tackle. They also have created a metric to learn how you have helped generate single opportunities for your teammates. Yeah. It says here, this is what ESPN says. I can, you can read it if you want. <laughs> ESPN metrics, uh, ESPN sacks create a metric to measure how many times a pass rusher produces a sack for his team and whether that takedown was actually finished off by the player or a teammate. Chris Jones has created a league high 18 and a half sacks, helping out George Karloftis and Charles Aminahu, who were having career high sack totals. Now, Charles Aminahu was. I felt like he was going to take that next step. Yeah. But you actually got to go out and do it. George Karloftis was a guy that had a really strong rookie year, started to figure some things out. He has gone and had a really good year. I think some of that, you have to give some of that credit to. You got Chris Jones in the middle, and you can't stop everybody. And maybe teams have put more of a focus on trying to slow down Chris Jones, which has freed things up for Charles Aminahu and George Karloftis. I, I thought Aminahu yeah. was incredible on Sunday against Cincinnati. I love that that new sack statistic where it, it is really tallying up the team sacks because there's a lot of times, I mean, we all watch these games. There's a lot of times where, you know, Chris Jones or anybody, or it can be anybody, but you have a defensive tackle dominating in the middle and you have another tackle or one of the ends clean up the scraps. And so that to me is more of a signal of the impact the player can have on the defensive line than the pure sack number, or maybe even the, the pure pressure number, because if you notice about Chris Jones and he doesn't get home on every play, right. And he doesn't necessarily impact the quarterback in every play, but he eats bodies on every play. And to me that that's so useful for a team. And look, I know it's going to be expensive to keep him here in Kansas city. I know they didn't come to an agreement and I really do believe that he'll be elsewhere next year, but that is going to be a significant loss that the chiefs are going to have to address as part of their longer off season plan. Rob hit the hits. While you're stuck in traffic on your drive home, The Drive gets you caught up on the biggest sports stories in Kansas City and around the country. It's The Hits, only on The Drive, number one. Well, as always, boys, Hits are brought to you by Underlaw Injury Lawyer. Visit GetGym.com. I want to make hit number one this. We were talking about Pro Football Focus, who actually ranked Chris Jones very, very well on how he's played this season. This is what Pro Football Focus on their NFL podcast Trevor Sikama, this is what they had to say about this year's wide receiver class. This wide receiver class is so good. It is so good. And I think people are going to look at how deep it is and it's going to be like, oh, okay, well, you don't have to pick a guy in the first round because, you know, we can get him in the second or third round. That's a strategy that could certainly work out for teams, you know, depending on how you want to play the draft board, the game of chess that you have with certain team needs, all that kinds of stuff. But the players who you would pick in the first round are damn good as well. So it's not even like the talent at the top of this receiver class is so good that the fact that it's deep doesn't take away from the desire to pick one of these guys in the top 32 with a first round selection. So that is the caliber of class that we're talking about here, man. This is a really good year, in my opinion, to need a wide receiver. Yeah. Matt Miller. My guy. Is he your guy? I like Matt Miller. Okay. I do. I didn't know. I didn't want to I didn't want to say somebody was your guy and then weren't your guy. No, he can be our guy. No, he's my guy, but you can, you know. Not everyone is my guy, but he's one of my guys, sure. He thinks that there's gonna be eight wide receivers drafted in round one. Eight. This is a deep class. We were talking about this yesterday. You don't have to go get Marvin Harrison. Like I know that's a name and it's like, oh, he's the best. We gotta go. No, stop. 
That'd be you nice. Can get, it would be phenomenal. I would like that. He's going to go number two overall. The Chiefs are not moving to number two overall. You can still get a really good, really productive wide receiver in a reasonable range for Kansas City. A, a very good, talented wide receiver. The same way that we talk about running back and how, you know, like, oh, you could find a running back in the third round. You could find a really good wide receiver at pick 24. We have so many. There's, I, I can go through every draft, and yeah. you can find a really good wide receiver at 24 if you really want to. I think I think the Chiefs could, could do that. And I also think you know, they also proved that they could – identify a good receiver in the second round. I, I think they should take a couple shots in the draft. I I, I don't think uh, I'm, I'm not speaking for everybody when I say I, I think everyone would appreciate a wide receiver in the first round, but I, I think they should probably take another shot with another one of those later picks. I know it hasn't necessarily worked out with Sky Moore, but Rasheed Rice is a dude. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be your number one as you grow the offense here in the next couple of years, uh, but he's certainly going to be a, a outstanding contributor that you have in this team. And so Evaluate your wide receivers. Go take two shots at this thing. I, I think it would be um, good for them to do that and also sign one in free agency. I mean, I think one of the problems with the way that the Chiefs have drafted, at least when it comes to this, they've obviously drafted very well in other places on the field, is you just haven't taken enough swings at skill position players. Yeah. You just haven't taken nearly enough. I mean, last year you took one skill position player. You hit on the one skill position player. Imagine if instead of taking B.J. Thompson, you took a running back and now, hey, we like this other – we got another young running back. And now, Poor BJ. I mean, it, it, BJ's got a plan to him. They, is he on the team? Is he around? Well, How about Keandre Coburn? <laughs> remember, remember Chiefs Twitter Coburn was like, is fine. I can't Thompson, believe you cut him. Thompson, they kind of knew, was going to be a red shirt. They want him to gain weight. And How many red shirt guys did they take last in year? Well, they, half, half the damn class is red Thompson, shirt. Thompson, they ridded uh, themselves of Kando. So this is the new project. They're trying to get him with a project player. I, I don't – it's too early to hate on Thompson. Not, you, the I'm, Coburn pick, I'm he's not, with another I, team. I wasn't trying to hate on him. I, I, I guess it's I'm it's fine. My my larger point is last year in 2022, a big reason of why they won the Super Bowl was they were so successful in the draft. Now they had more picks, yeah. but you also just you hit on a lot of those picks. Trent McDuffie helped you instantly. George Kalaftis helped you instantly. Joshua Williams helped you instantly. I, uh, Jalen Watson, Isaiah Pacheco. That that draft class instantly stepped in the Fab Five and. Maybe you didn't go out and spend big money in free agency, but if you draft five starting caliber players, that's a help. Well, this one, year, they got one starting caliber player on their draft class. One thing we do know about Kansas City and, and their, their style, though, is if someone drops, like let's say you know they mentioned eight receivers in the first round. If someone drops and they feel really strongly at, at that player and they don't have to offer uh, as much compensation as they would to maybe get into the top 10, top 15 – they're going to go up and do it. I mean, they were stunned. I mean, if you talk to some of these guys in the personnel room, they were stunned that Trent McDuffie was available where he was. They couldn't believe it. And so if that player, and this is finger, this is a fingers crossed thing because I, I know everyone hopes the Chiefs are picking at 32. If that player on at a wide receiver ends up being that type of stud, they're going to go up and make the move. I mean, they're not afraid to do that. It's just they pick their spots, which is why they were able to have sustained success year after year. Can I read you a text? Is it on your personal phone or one? No, the on the on the computer. Okay, yeah, sure. Hey, CDOT, what if Marvin Harrison says that he will only play for the Kansas City Chiefs? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. Hold on. Hey, CDOT, what if Marvin Harrison says that he will only play for the Kansas City Chiefs? Does somebody coming out of college absolutely have to go through the draft in order to play for an NFL team? I thought you could be undrafted and still get signed by a team. How does that work? 
Do you think that's a real question or? I'm not sure. You know, I know that Zion wanted to play for the Knicks, and I wanted Zion to play for the Knicks, and he got drafted to I the just, Pelicans. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? You can't. You can't I'm just saying. It. Do you think? Uh, We've seen quarterbacks uh, at the top sort of pick and choose where they want to go. But also in those scenarios, the, the team that they were trying to get traded to was still within the realm of, like, the top ten. The Chiefs won't be close to that. No, the answer is no. Okay. Someone says, CDOT, you're assuming that Marvin Harrison doesn't take his $20 million NIL deal to stay in college. Okay. You're right. I, you're right. I mean, I, I was at the Cotton Bowl last week, and Marvin Harrison was on the sideline in street clothes. I kind of feel like if he was going back to Ohio State that he may, mm. maybe, he maybe would have played in the game. No, he's coming. Maybe he would have played. That's why they have the rules in place that they do. Like, you know, you play for five years for the one team, and then you get your shot at a, a contract. Or – you get tagged and you make a ton of money that one year. Are we going to not talk about the fact that someone believes a $20 million NIL deal exists? I mean, I mean, just $20 million? I, you were focused on the wrong thing. Like, I was focused <laughs> on the Marvin Harrison came out and said, I only want to play for the Chiefs. Like, I will not report to any other team in the National Football League. I will only report to Kansas City. If you draft me, Chicago Bears, number one overall pick. If you want me, I will not report. No, I will only go to Kansas City, who is going to pick in the 20s. <laughs> the NFL has kind of shown and is, is you know, I think over these past few years, I'm not trying to get into a deeper argument here, but they're not going to let you break the system, right? Like, remember when Lamar Jackson was yeah. like, someone trade for me and sign me, and none of the owners were interested? No, I mean, they no, the NFL. Someone probably should have done that. Right, but the Yes, Someone, but very clearly, the Atlanta. owners got together and said, if we do this, we are setting, what, a bad precedent. So, no, the answer is no. They'll, that will never be allowed to happen because it would break the system. And largely, the NFL owners never allow that to happen. I mean, Atlanta. Someone said Eli Manning did it. Not sure why you think it's not possible. I mean, you're right. There you, are you, situations where I think it can happen. It, but it, it's got to be almost like it's got to be a scenario where, let's say, Harrison's going, what? I don't even know what it's projected, three or four that you have the eighth pick. The Chiefs will never be in a position where they can send yeah. any immediate compensation back. Yeah, you're so, right. Like, if, if if Caleb Williams came and said, I will not report to the Chicago Bears. Right. Like, I will not play for him. He would happen. I don't know if you have that leverage. I don't know if you can come into the league and be like, man, you know what? I really want to play for the San Francisco 49ers. Like, they could, they, they could be picking 32. Now, and like, ah, you know what? Hey. If you want to have a separate argument and say, like, after college, all players should be free agents. Oh, that would be good. That's a different story. That would be, be, be a bad world for the Chiefs. That'd be great. That would be that would be a no good town. That'd be yeah. a no good time for Kansas City. hundred percent. Like That'd be great. I think Major League Baseball is in the the worst possible. Oh yeah, it, it's college basketball has better free agency than Major League Baseball does, and football now really like it. It yeah, I you 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 wouldn't want that. That's a long way to say you wouldn't want that. Two, Two. longest hit number one we've had in a while. We got into it. Shout out to Marvin Harrison. It's some hit number one went from Kelsey regression to Chris Jones, and we ended up on Marvin Harrison Jr. That's That's great. I'm I'm happy to do that every day this week. Marvin Harrison Jr. Is he coming? Can we get him on the the show? Is he bookable? I'd love to talk to Marvin Harrison Jr. If he's demanding to play in Kansas City, I think there's a shot. Of course. (laughs) I would just love to know, like, what is it about the Chiefs? Like you don't want to play for any other team. Like what is it about Kansas City? Like, when did when did you have this level of passion for the Chiefs? That that's the only team that you want to play for? Did you grow up a fan? What what was it? Follow up question: Is your dad a criminal? Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
Some of the opinions expressed on this show are only Rob opinions. Some are our opinions. Some are my opinions. That's a that's a Rob opinion. Rob Rob has a certain way of thinking. I don't. It's I don't very want, unique. I don't want no smoke with Marvin Harrison Jr.'s pops. None. Okay. I mean, Mr. I, Harrison. I'm not worried about Q's guys. Am I right, Pete? Oh, uh, uh, come on. <laughs> Product of the orange. Top of the day in Kansas City actually is the Kansas City Chiefs and not Marvin Harrison Jr. As Andy Reid announced that Patrick Mahomes and co. will not be playing on Sunday. He was then asked, how are you going to handle all the incentives as players are sitting out in week 18? Yeah, it depends. You know, depends on what the milestone is. <laughs> Say it's a, an eight straight 1,000 yard season. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. See how that goes. He says, We'll see, Pete Sweeney. You put on your mustache and be like Big Red. If you were in charge of the Chiefs, how are you going to handle incentives for players like Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, Isaiah Pacheco, and most importantly, Chris Jones? Can I ask you a question? This oh, is uh, just a back side to back note. Question, sir. Yeah, this is a side yeah. note. Do you think Big Red is a good nickname? Like, I'm not saying it's, like, not a good nickname for, like, me to call the other person. But, like, if your nickname was, hey, Big Red, you think that's a good nickname? (laughs) I think he likes it. Would you want to be called that if you were in the street? Me, personally, I don't know if I would love it, but, you know, I don't don't have red hair. And I'm, you know, not as as tall as Andy Reid. Anyway. I'm just saying is you're telling me, like, if you were walking down the street. Yeah. Like, you're walking on the plaza. Big Red. You love Rye on the plaza. Right. If someone yells out to you, Plaid Prince. Sure. You're like, oh, hey, how's it going? I am the Plaid Prince. Right. Do you right. think of, like, Andy <laughs> Reid's with his wife? Mm-hmm. And they, they just left Capitol Grill. Right. And they just had a fantastic meal. And yeah. someone reckoned a big cheese fan. They're like, hey, Big Red. Do you think he likes that? <sighs> I yeah I don't think he I I don't think he cares, one way or the other. I mean I, I was wondering I, just I mean popped in my head to ask. I don't think it's the worst nickname in the world. There are definitely worse nicknames than that for sure. I mean he's a he's a big man with red hair, right? Okay, and, I just was wondering. And a lot of times when he does these joking moments in the press conferences, he'll reference the red hair to kind of lighten the mood. I I I think he likes it. All right. Anyway, putting on my big red hat. Right, don't, don't say anyway to my question. Any, was, that, anyway. was a, that was a legitimate question. Anyway, welcome. Oh, congratulations on finishing <laughs> your nine to five. Welcome to the drive. Uh, yeah, I I think they let Kelsey play in this game. Now, what what does complicate it is he appeared limited on the injury report uh, randomly. So if there's any injury question, he might not, and that might be the end of the streak. But Look, the streak's going to end at a certain point anyway. Uh, I think if he's good to go, he'll play for the 16 or 17 yards. Gabbert will get him the rock like Gabbert does, and then he'll pop out of the game. Um, what I thought was interesting is Blaine himself mentioned that there will be a lot of time for Justin Ross, for Kadarius Tony, and for McCole Hardman. So the millions of comments we have had on Arrowhead Pride about seeing what Justin Ross can do, I think you're going to finally get your – Full bevy of snaps this Sunday with uh, Mr. Gabbert. All right, this is how I would handle it. Travis Kelsey has 16 yards to go to get to 1,000. 16. Mm. I'm getting Travis Kelsey early four to six targets in the first two series of the game and hope the fewer the targets, the better. Maybe you get the 16 yards and one target and you are done for the day. Because from a... It's a shame it's not 13. From a historical standpoint... It's really cool. Yeah, People can talk about the 17th game. People will not put asterisks on stats 10, 12 years from now. They will look at your stats. They will see you got 1,000 yards. Right. And how many times that you did it? Eight times in a row. It's pretty good. 
There's only three players in league history who will have more consecutive 1,000-yard seasons than you. That's an incredible feat. And I kind of think he still wants to play next year. I do, too. And you're going to want to have the opportunity to make it nine. So I I think they play him. If I'm him, I mean, just next year, I think next year is going to be far easier than this year. They're going to be committed to putting more and better parts around you than they were this year. They're going to be more committed to, hey, we understand where you are. We understand where our offense is. We're going to go spend some money in free agency. We're going to draft. You got Rasheed Rice. Like, I could see next year. I could see next year being a positive for him instead of you expecting him to be wide. Because think about it. How many times over the last two years have we said, hey, go, go get a wide receiver. Go get a wide receiver. Well, they have wide receiver one. It's Travis Kelsey. I don't think that's going to be the case next year. I think he's going to be wide receiver two or three next year for the first time, which could be a really, really big positive for him at 35 years old in his career. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 think, I think Kansas City kind of knows where he's at in his career now, and he can't be necessarily – I think he can be a focal point of the offense. He can't be the focal point of the offense. And so you need to bring in other – folks around him and I I do think that this is this was a tough season I mean that's what we said before and that's why I keep reiterating if the Chiefs pull it off this year man that's got to be a gut punch to the rest of of the AFC but just getting back to the Kelsey point uh, I think they I think they allow him to get the yardage we've seen it in the past which with uh, your boy Mitch Schwartz when he wanted to continue his Ironman streak that is my guy uh, he played in a meaningless game if I'm remembering correctly and uh, with Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt needed a certain amount of yardage to get the rushing title during his rookie season. It was a meaningless game. He got the yardage, and then he came out of the game. So that's kind of, I think, what you'll see. You know, the Chiefs are actually really, really good about that. Uh, I do have a question to ask you. Another one. I have a lot of questions. That's the hits. The hits are just questions. Okay. So Rob was telling us how his fiance mm. loves the Stanley Cups. <sighs> I don't know if you saw this or not. So Stanley, for those of you that don't know, we're not talking about hockey. There is, you know, like a Yeti, Stanley is a company. It's a brand. I just they heard about this the other day. They make these kind of thermos. Yes, they make I these kind of mugs. Stanley Cups. So today, they had a Target, had a, an exclusive Starbucks pink Stanley quencher vacuum stainless steel tumbler that was only available in Target stores. Today? So every Target store in the country got a pallet full of these. They were the Galentine's Day special Stanley Cups. Only today? Yes, today only. Did you get one? No. Okay. They were limited to two per guest, Hmm. and at this store, they were double-checking IDs to make sure you didn't re-up and get, you know, four or five so you couldn't resell them. It's ludicrous. So there was this one location, at least the store that I was at, they had 38. They had over 50 people line up, so not everybody got one of these Stanley Cups. Oh, no. The cup sells for forty nine ninety five right now on on eBay. No, don't they're say going it. for one sixty to two hundred dollars. What? You seem like a guy that would have one of these cups, Rob. You know what? This is your fiance. It's not a girlfriend. We gotta get. We gotta get you to get one of these cups, right? <laughs> Doesn't he have to buy one of these? No. Why can't he just get the? You can get a regular nine. You know, like you can have Nikes, but not have the newest Jordans. Mm. I think he has her just a nice – she's got a nice pair of all-white Air Force ones. she got a regular Stanley Cup. Yeah. That's a nice one. This was the, you know, Year of the Dragon Air Force ones. He didn't even go all out this, for him. This isn't his girlfriend. I mean, this is the girl he's marrying. He's you gotta, think that Rob should have been in line waiting to go get Not only shouldn't he have been in line, I mean, he's now he's got to be on the internet now bidding. <laughs> he's got to bid 170. Multiple. So this is supposed to keep your hot drinks hot all day. Mm. So you heat up some soup. 
you pour it in there, and all day it's going to be the same no, temperature. That, there's no way that that's possible. That's wrong. No way. Is that not what you, you told me? That's this. the whole selling point. You no. keep your cold liquids cold all day, your hot liquids hot all day. Stanley Cups. I'm telling you right now. It also survives car so fires. If, if, I'm, if I'm bringing in some tomato soup for lunch, steaming in the morning. Uh, that's what I'm telling you. You're telling you. me six hours later that it is going to be hot, like piping hot? No that's way. What they, no way. I'm no telling way. you that's what they say. No way. So here, I'm, I'm not even joking. I am on Stanley's website, Stanley913.1913.com. I'm on their thing. This is what it says. It will keep your beverage hot for seven hours. Wow. It will keep it cold for 11 hours, hmm. and it will take two days for the ice to melt in your cup. Two days. I don't even know what, what type of t- technology is that. That's crazy. Space aluminum. I got to get a Stanley Cup. Space aluminum. That's what it is. So that hot soup you're bringing good for seven hours, Seven Pete. hours. A little, a little steamy Or you soup. buy some coffee and you put it in there. Let's I drink say coffee you forget fast. And, you know, you go and, yeah, you come back. It's still going to be just as hot as it was I, for se- seven hours. For the, the fact that you could put ice in a cup yeah. and that ice is not going to melt for two days. It's crazy. Uh, so this is one of the greatest inventions we ever so had. So is Stanley better? I have I have Yeti. I have two like Yeti ther- thermoses. Is Stanley the same as that? Is that? I think they're beefing with each other. I think this there is, is like a, a one-on-one. Yeah, this is like UPS issue. and FedEx. You know, we got a little issue. beef with each other. You know. Yeah, I mean, man, we got competitors. Be, we're a FedEx. You got to be a FedEx guy, right? Like Tom, I'm definitely a FedEx Tom guy. Hanks. Rob's Rob seems like a UPS guy. Do we think Tom Hanks is still a FedEx guy after they stranded him on that island for years? <laughs> you think he came back and he was like, you know what, guys? Federal Express forever. Yeah. I'm just telling you guys. Someone said you can get a cheap tumbler for $10. That will keep your I'm, – okay, I'm just saying you guys need to go get you one of these Stanley Cups. Getting stranded on an island is not something that can happen nowadays. You know I, I mean? can't lie to you. I, I didn't know anything about these cups. Hmm. Saturday afternoon. If I you never were stranded on an island, you'd want one of these cups. Now, you could, you could I, I can't lie to you. From the previous now, night. I kind of want one. Yeah. If you're telling me that I can make some hot chocolate and I can come to work mm. and it's still going to be, I kind of, I'm curious. I want one of these cups. They've sold me. I drink my drinks really fast. I mean, hot, like hot chocolate, coffee, it's gone. I don't need one of these cups for hot, but the cold is interesting. They're like if you're going to like a sporting event, like you're where you're playing, like rec basketball or something, and you want a little Gatorade and you want it to stay cold. That that's intriguing to me. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. Thank Oops. you, man. Yeah, no worries. Great, you, always a great time here. Do you want me to get you one of these cups? Yeah, yeah, I'll All take right. one. If but you know what it is, I I would I would I would say no to other friends, but I know my C dot, and my C dot is going to find a way to get one for five dollars each, and so I. You can you can buy me one for the the deal. You, you know you're what, the man? deal master. I didn't get you a Christmas gift, so you I'll have get you. Not, uh, you have not. I'll get you one. Uh, I haven't told you this. Tomorrow we're uh, playing a big game of uh, left right center here at work. Are oh you going to come play goodness. with us tomorrow? I do like that game. I played it the other night. We're uh, we're, 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 we're we're having a big game here at work tomorrow. Are you going to participate in the game? What's it for? What is are you guys playing for money? Of course, we think we're just playing to play. You think we're just? You just think we're at, at twelve o'clock in the afternoon? We're just. Hey, let's just no. I'm. I want. I want Rob's. I'm like I Travis Kelsey. I'm, I want Rob's Christmas money to, in my pocket. To be determined. On, on my <laughs> That's our guy, Pete Sweeney. Keep it right here. Is the drive. 
Hey, Chiefs fans, it's Patrick Mahomes. Catch me every Monday with CDOT during the season on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. The Drive, brought to you by the D. Pasquale Moore Law Firm. Remember, Mike's got this. 610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Download the Odyssey app and listen to The Drive with Carrington wherever you are. Rob, this has nothing to do with what I want to talk about, but it just popped in my head, so I'll just tell you. We have a chance to join the Kansas City Film Critic where they'll, like, send us the screeners of the movies. We didn't got to go to the movie theaters anymore. They'll just send us the DVDs. But we have to review 15 movies on the show. Do you think we can do this? Is it 15 over the course of the... Do we get to pick the 15? Yeah, but I think I think we have to review 15 movies and send them proof that we actually reviewed the movie. Because, like, during the summer with summer blockbusters, I could see a scenario where we get it done. Okay. But you're telling me in October we're gearing up for Chiefs and Bills. We're like, hey, guys, here's 10 minutes to pull you aside and talk about salt burn. I mean, Rob, I, are you committed to this or not? Do you want them to just send you the DVD of Oppenheimer and you just watch it at home on your own time? Are you committed to this? If we're going to do this, we got to be in this together. We got to be in this together. Do you want them to send you Barbie? You just watch it home. Or do you want to keep going to the movie theater like a regular? I'm willing to make that sacrifice Friday at five o'clock in December. Hey, we got to take a break here. Me and Rob have to do a 10 minute review on color purple, the musical. I'm, I'm down for it if you are, Rob. But we got to do this together. We're going to do it. We got to be a united front here on the drive. I mean, I'm down. I, I'd love to be able to not leave the comfort of my home and watch Top Gun Maverick. That'd be a great life. I couldn't. I didn't. That's not the impression I just got from you. That's not at all. You were like, oh, I no, know, no. I'm just saying. To hell do, with the Chiefs. What, what have they done? Do we get to pick the 15 movies? I think 15, so. Yeah, I think if, so. If it's 15 indie flicks, hard pass. No, I think we can. 
I think we can. If I have to watch Night Swim, no. We could start tonight with Night Swim. We could start. <laughs> we could start right now if you would like. I'll give you my detailed review of Iron Claw if you guys would like for us to do so. All right, I'll get back to very serious things. I'm sorry for taking us on a detour that really had kind of had something to do with you, but didn't really have anything to do with you. All right, there are three different categories of players for Sunday's game against the Chargers. In one category is Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is 16 yards away from 1,000. I will play Travis Kelsey at least two series. Two series are designed 15 plays. The purpose is to try to get Travis Kelsey to 1,000 yards. If it takes two targets and it takes one series, great. Come out of the game. But I do think it is important to try to get Travis Kelsey 1,000 yards. I understand what if he got hurt. There is a way to get Travis Kelsey a couple of touches and not put him in too much harm's way and risk. Run out there. We're going to throw you a couple quick outs and get out of bounds, get down. I'm not worried about a Travis Kelsey injury potential in a very, very limited controlled setting, so to speak. I would say that's number one. I would say that there are two players in this second category. I would say that's Rasheed Rice and Isaiah Pacheco. They both are a little under 70 yards away from 1,000. Neither one of them are playing on my team. Nope, your regular season is over. I know it would have been great to run for 1,000. It would have been great to have 1,000 yards as a rookie. You know what? We're going to pay you your bonus. We're going to pay you your bonus right now. You don't got to play. Isaiah Pacheco, take a load off. Get some practice time. Focus on treatment. Go eat in the calf with everybody. I want you mentally ready for the postseason. Hey, why don't we we cut up some film? You can watch some defenses that we're going to – I don't even want you thinking about the Chargers. I want you to live in that training table. I want you to live in recovery. I want you to be as healthy and fresh as possible for the postseason. Same thing for Rasheed Rice. It's over. He has played 16 regular season games. They now have a bye week. Let's get ready for the postseason. So those two guys, I'm not playing. I'm paying any incentives that they have related to them getting 1,000 yards because that's what good companies do when you got good employees. This money doesn't count against a salary cap. Just pay it. You're a billion-dollar organization. Just pay it. And then you have Chris Jones, who is in a unique situation on his own. So maybe the easiest way of explaining it with Chris Jones is he is now at the financial point that he would have been had he never held out. Let's say that Chris Jones is there from day one from the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, at every mini camp, every OTAs, every training camp, played in week one, he has now got back all of that money. If he wants a raise or to make more money this year than he made last year, he needs to get at least 10 sacks. He is at nine and a half. Now, how they handle this will tell me how they feel about Chris Jones. If you don't play Chris Jones in this game and don't give him a chance to get his 10 sacks and also just don't want to give him the money, you have made a decision that he is not part of your future. There's no coming back from that for me as an employee. Oh, hold on. I, I, I had a chance to get an extra $1.25 million. 
you guys have taken that opportunity away from me and aren't and you're not not going to give me any chance to go get my money and you're not going to give me the money there is no in free agency us having good conversations and productive conversations you don't want me here bad enough and that's the chief's right that's business you don't want me here bad enough if that's the case i would say that's the extreme side i would say there is another option of you let him play for a half and if he gets it he gets it if he doesn't that's life hey we're going to give you a we're going to give you a half. We're going to give you 30 minutes to go out there and get your sack. You get your sack. You get your money. You're happy. We owe you this. We'll pay you this. Let's move forward to the postseason. Everybody wins. Or you could do the same thing that you're going to do that I would do with Rasheed Rice and Isaiah Pacheco and just give them the money. Just give them the $1.25 million. He obviously would be happy. Who wouldn't be happy about just receiving that much money and not having to work? Seems like the American dream to me. And we move forward to the postseason. But in terms of the players and the key storylines of how you should handle it, that's how I would handle things if I was the Chiefs. If we get a Schefter or maybe a Pete Sweeney or Nate Taylor or breaking news down between now and the start of free agency, the Chiefs paid out Chris Jones' bonus. Like, this gave him the 1.25. Like, let's say he doesn't play on Sunday. He's on the injury report. But we get an alert. Hey, even though he didn't hit his incentive, it turns out Clark Hunt and the Chiefs paid out Chris Jones regardless. Would that move change your opinion on his future in Kansas City? Because I agree with you. If he doesn't play and he doesn't get the bonus, it is an indication, hey, the Chiefs are icy toward you. You were icy toward them in August. The game's the game. But if we get the breaking news sounder from probably the combine, that's when these informations and stories leaks out. Hey, even though Chris Jones didn't play in week 18, the Chiefs still paid him cash up front for that 10 sack incentives. Do you believe that would then pivot you toward he's staying the same way it's pivoting to toward it's not? I mean, I probably would still be on the same side of it, but at least it would show me that you've just operated in good faith and so, like, someone on the text line says, well, CDOT, if he wanted that number, he should have played the first game. Well, you also have to uh, – maybe this is, the like, the part of the business. To me, if you're not going to let Chris Jones get this incentive, and I know this and the league knows it, you can't then franchise tag that player and then try to trade him to me and expect me to give you – you're not resigning him. What leverage do you have? You didn't reach a negotiation. You saw a really important game. You cheat him. He's not resigning with you. So, like – you kind of got to play the game here a little bit. I also think as an organization, I think that stuff gets around the league. And we can talk about how much it matters, but these guys are not, this is not volunteer work. This is in your incentive. This is a, this is a bonus that you get on top of your, hey, if you go out and you do X, Y, and Z, we will give you this amount of money. This is a money game. Players remember that kind of stuff. So I'm not saying you let Chris Jones play for four quarters and do any of that. The most I would play him is you get a half. Hey, we're going to play you normal. You also got to remember this isn't a preseason game. Like As much as we're laughing and joking and calling it a preseason game, in a preseason game you have 90-man rosters. You have a 53-man roster with six inactives. There's only 47 players that can play. So everybody can't take the week off. As much as you'd want every single person to tell the week off, then you, you can't. So some, some starter is going to play in this game and going to play a lot. I think you got to give Chris Jones the opportunity to go get his money. It's really the only incentive that's there. 
Just do good business. Give them 30 minutes. You get the chance for the half sack or just give them the $1.25 million and let's move on. That's basically all you of all the back and forth with Chris Jones. It would have gained him $1.25 million over the entire course of the year. I think he's earned that by what it's been. Like I see the text line at, well, Hey, if you're the chiefs, you wouldn't tell Chris Jones, what you should have sacked Jared Goff in week one. I, I just, you know me, I'm always going to be on the side of the worker, always going to be on the side of the employee. I just, this is just what good companies do. You got a chance to get a bonus. You got a chance to get a bonus. A a million dollars bonus. Yes, I want my opportunity to go get the money. Give me that chance to go earn my money. That's all I'm asking you to do. And if I don't get it, then I don't get it, and that's on me. But you got to give me a chance to go out there and earn it if you're Chris Jones. Keep it right here. It's The Drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Catch Nate Taylor in studio every Friday starting at 4 o'clock. And if you miss any of the conversation, listen on demand with the Odyssey app and 610sports.com. You're listening to The Drive. Now CDOT's got one extra point. Rob, we haven't talked a whole lot about this. We talked about Dalvin Cook yesterday, and you said uh, you said that you were not interested in Dalvin Cook. Well, we were just talking about Chris Jones. Is Chris Jones friend of the show? Mm, no. Okay, I just wondered. I just I didn't know if he counts as friend of the show. Is Travis Kelsey friend of the show? No. So I would say Chris Jones falls in the same category. Friend. I wouldn't count him as friend of the show. Acquaintance of the show. That's fair. I don't think I would call him friend of the show. I don't think Chris Jones counts as acquaintance of the show. Person who's tweeted the show. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Chris Jones tweeted earlier, P.S. It's blood in the water. He tweeted the shark emoji and a blood drop emoji. A Chiefs fan then tweeted him a gif of Frank Clark, and he retweeted it. I'm going to give Brett Veach a lot of credit here. I think this is possibly Brett Veach's best skill. A side corner, whatever you think Brett Veach is the best at, I don't think it is close to this. He is the best at knowing when it's over. He is. He got Juju at the right time. They got everything they needed out of Juju Smith-Schuster, and they said your services are no longer needed. He signed a three-year, $25 million deal. If the Chiefs, you can tell whatever lie you want about the salary cap. You always got room for a three-year, $25 million deal for a player you really want to keep. They didn't want to keep Juju Smith-Schuster. They were happy to let him go play for somebody else. They were right. They're right. Frank Clark. I don't think they ever were interested in keeping Frank Clark and keeping him back and having him be on the team this year. They're right. I know we have said that, hey, Frank Clark only postseason. I, I, you guys want to know how many sacks Frank Clark has this season? Take a guess, Rob. Under three? Zero. Mm, nailed it. He does not have a sack in the NFL this season. You wanna know how many tackles Frank Clark has this season? He has four 
solo tackles and four assists. He has eight combined tackles and zero sacks. The Chiefs are right about Frank Clark. They're right. You're cooked. Well done. We don't want you anymore. Brett Veach's best skill, his absolute best one, is knowing when to hold him and when to fold him. I can't think of a player. And let's remove the Tyreek Hill. Unique circumstance. Give me a player that they have let go that you were thinking, man, they should have kept him. Give me one. He's been the general manager for four years. Give me one player that left. Is the best Emmanuel Agba? Is that the one? You don't feel like they should have kept Charvarius Ward. No one's ever said that. They should have kept Charvarius Ward. No one says that they let Sammy Watkins go too early. No one's like, man, you know what? They really could use Byron Pringle this year. Give me one player that has been on this team that left and you regret the decision. They're right. Frank Clark is done. This, you know what this is like with Frank Clark? I know it's a different scale. This is the end of Derrick Johnson's career. Remember Derrick Johnson's career? At the very, very end? When he went to go play for the Raiders for like a week. And then it was, he was a guest on Fesco in the morning. That's what Frank Clark is now. I don't say that as a shade towards Derrick Johnson. He's a Chiefs Hall of Famer, a great. It was over. We just didn't want to acknowledge it. He was still kind of productive in Kansas City. Derrick Johnson's last year, he had 71 tackles at 35, played in 15 games. Derrick Johnson was still kind of good. Rob, the Chiefs let him go. He played six games in Oakland. He got 17 tackles, never played football again after that. It was over. That's Frank Clark. It's over. So you don't want him back for a playoff run? He's, it's cooked. Because? It's done. I'm not saying the you're Texans wrong. The Texans keep saying playoff Frank regular season. He got zero sacks this year. Was he better or worse than Felix Anyujike Uzama? He was worse. Never mind then. I'm saying even last year. Even last year, if you're telling me, hey, we're just going to wait for playoff. Last year, Frank Clark had five sacks. He had 40 tackles. I mean, he was a – this guy's not an NFL player. <laughs> he's, he's not. He had two tackles with Denver. He went back to Seattle to play with Pete Carroll, go back home. He's been inactive for the last three weeks. He has six tackles. It's over. It's cooked. It's over. Zach Ertz. Everybody wanted Zach Ertz. We're heading into the postseason. Zach Ertz is watching the playoffs of me and you and the, and the Cincinnati Bengals. All, no playoffs for any of us. That's what Frank Clark's going to be. I, no, I don't want Frank Clark back. I don't want him taking snaps away from a D-line that's eaten and one of the young guys. You want him taking the snaps from Mike Dana and what Mike Dana's been doing this year? It's over. The thrill is gone. Mike Dana's had a good year. Six and a half sacks. Mike Dana's been eaten. Mike Dana's had to pay that championship tax. Get paid that championship tax. Someone said, what about Ish Smith Mars? Okay. Everyone's favorite wideout, Ish Smith Marset, <laughs> who has, I believe, wait for it, one touchdown in Carolina, and it was on a punt return. I mean this in all seriousness. I love you guys. 
I don't, I, don't, I don't think you guys understand how much I love you guys and how much of my life's decisions have been so I can continue to be here with you guys. The most annoying thing you guys have ever talked to me about is Amir Smith. I just, this gentleman couldn't make the Chiefs wide receiver room and the Carolina Panthers wide receiver room. Neither one. Neither one. He couldn't make it in the worst team in the league. And this Chiefs wide receiver room, they were like, nah, we got better options. Stop talking to me about him. Please stop. I don't want it. Please. Keep it away from me. I know you guys want Demarcus Robinson back. I'm looking at the text line. I mean, Demarcus Robinson is playing with Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. I just I have a feeling we would be equally as frustrated with Demarcus Robinson here and if he was in Kansas City and those options weren't available. I think Demarcus Robinson is a good third or fourth option. You you got you gotta have guys around him though. You gotta have guys. If you got guys around him, he's not bad. You gotta have guys though. They got guys. They got guys. You're you're putting extra energy to try to stop those other two guys and it allows them I mean this is one of the this is one of the best seasons he's had all right y'all I appreciate y'all thank you so much for making me a part of your day I didn't I mean I meant what I said about you guys annoying me but I didn't, I didn't mean any militia I really didn't you know how I appreciate you guys I'll be back again tomorrow hopefully you will as well take care Sidra. this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.